I only hope that we never lose sight of one thing, that was all started by a mouse. Hello, everyone out there in podcast land. This is the Beyond the Mouse podcast, the podcast for all things Disney for NPR Illinois Community Voices and for the Front Row Network. I'm your host today, Craig, joined by my co-host, Mr. Brett Rutherford. Hello there. And Ms. Vanessa Ferguson. Well, hello. Now, Brett, I think you made a personal connection with our guests today, and that's why uh, they are coming on, which is just so wonderful. But we are going to have Paul and Amy Krieger from the world of DVC. They really do a lot with Disney Vacation Club. And myself, personally, I used so much of the information that they put out on their DVC fan Facebook page and also the DVC show podcast that they do with Pete Warner and our very own John Sicari. I feel like we can claim him at this point, right? (laughs) Sure. Yes. He's our panda. (laughs) too but uh brett thanks for helping set this up today well it was kind of i i was having breakfast with john panda and he had uh his co-workers we were all at the grand floridian and so he asked if they could join him like going well sure and then i'm like going well, obviously they're going to be great guests and i knew that craig was a fan i because because of his purchase and all that sort of thing or his yes his interest in dvc so i'm you know so it was i sort of stepped out of my comfort zone and just asked them and and here we are i'm very excited mm-hmm. yeah that's just so wonderful so i did just go through the dvc process and we're going to try to get as much dvc information out of them here in this interview as we possibly can but that means we got to get to the interview so here we go our interview with paul and amy krieger of world of dvc It's so great to have Paul and Amy Krieger here from World of DVC today, and that is kind of a conglomeration of so many different DVC types of businesses. So they have the DVC rental store, which I know, Paul, you're very active in. And then also, Amy, you do a lot with Monera Financial. There's also the DVC resale market, which personally, I just used to purchase my first resale DVC contract. So I'm very excited about that. And I do want to say this up front that when I was talking to Brett and Vanessa about this, I said, I feel like I know a lot about these two, primarily because I've listened to so much of the DVC show. So if I come off as like, like, oh, why does he know that they're from West Virginia and all of this <laughs> stuff? Uh, it's not because I'm stalking you, only because I love your content and I'm excited to talk to you today. So I thought maybe we could welcome you to the show and you could just kind of tell us how you came to work in the world of DBC because this has been kind of a recent change for both of you, right? Yeah, yeah, yeah for sure. It's been it's been a wild roller coaster, I'd say, of a couple years for both of us. <laughs> you know, we previously are again, as you mentioned, from West Virginia. Prior to my life in the DVC space, I was a financial director for an ophthalmologist, and uh, Amy was a school teacher. I obviously was a big avid listener of the Diz and Pete Warner and all of that kind of stuff. And Pete sort of started talking in some of his Patreon solo shows that he was interested in Disney Vacation Club. And we had just purchased Disney Vacation Club at that point. And I was like, hey, Pete, uh, I mean, if you have any questions or if you want any information, I'd be happy to I'd be happy to chime in or share. And uh, he started sharing this vision that he had for this website, uh, which has grown to be what is DVCfan.com today. Um, And so I got involved with Pete very early on in that process, became the senior editor for DVCfan.com, which is just all about sharing information for Disney Vacation Club members. You'll hear me say this multiple times throughout this, but I think it stands for both of us that we just love sharing knowledge with members so that they can use their membership in, in a better way. 
Yeah, I think I said this to Paul a couple of times, but joining Disney Vacation Club completely, you know, changed the trajectory of our lives. I was a public school teacher in West Virginia. I taught seventh grade English for 11 years. Like many teachers, you know, I I was looking for a change. Uh, Paul and I also both own a CrossFit gym back in Ohio near near where we lived and we we did that for it was like three years i mm-hmm. think yep. uh we ended up selling it right before the pandemic which you know was very that fortunate was a blessing. <laughs> <laughs> and and that's when we decided to buy disney vacation club we just started getting you know really interested in traveling to disney and we wanted to find a way to be able to go more often and make it a little bit more affordable so you know we we went on this long trip in january of 2019 and we stayed at Coronado Springs. And and I just remember, you know, thinking like we spent, I don't know, I think I think it was like $6,000 oh, on that insane, trip. Yeah. I mean, it was years mm-hmm. of saving for us, you know, and, and the, we had a shorter trip before then back in 2015. So it took, you know, an extra few years before we could even go back. And on that trip, I remember just walking by Disney vacation club booths and we would laugh. You yeah. know, like we can't, we can't afford we'll that. that. Yeah, why <laughs> what would, is this? Yeah, why would anyone ever do that? And so it's funny, you know, you think about the things, the little, like if you've ever seen the butterfly effect, just the yes, little yeah. things that add up in your life that, that kind of change your trajectory of where you're going. And I remember we were sitting on the Magic Express one day and we overheard this guy talking about being a Disney Club owner. And he said to the the people he was talking to, you know, I make X amount of money per year and I can afford it. And I remember overhearing that conversation and thinking, maybe, maybe we could. And then when I got back and I was teaching that week, that same week, one of my students was like, are you, a, are you a DVC member? We're DVC members. And I remember thinking, if that kid can have <laughs> DVC, got it. why can't we? And so I remember we, you know, we got back and we started researching and, yeah. and it's just like, I think we can do this. You know, I right. think we can. And we started by by buying, you know, a resale contract, Animal Kingdom contract. And uh, and then it just kind of snowballed from there. So so Paul getting in touch, you know, with Pete, that was a real blessing. I, I do think we happen to be at the right place at the right time. Yeah. But, you know, we also just kind of grabbed hold of that and and did what we could to kind of build that community and and sharpen our our knowledge and our skills so that we could pass that information on to people so that they could be better informed as well you know yeah. when they when they purchase so about two years into that process basically the world of DVC as it is now which we'll get into a, a little bit later you know that that entity was starting to form you know Nick cotton who owned DVC resale market at the time is and is now the CEO of world of DVC he was talking to Pete a little bit and the relationship and uh, world of DVC in general was starting to form. And so they became the primary sponsor of DVC fan. And this was, I believe in January of 2020 when that occurred. No, 2021. I, yeah, I, I, I think I was yeah, a little off on 2021. that. 2021. So we were, we were like in the midst of the pandemic at that point, And it was like every, everything was changing and all that kind of fun stuff. So we got involved with the world of DVC at that point. Just one thing led to another. And one day I uh, got a phone call where it was uh, a great opportunity that I couldn't pass up. You know, I think when I got into this space, I always said to myself, oh, yeah, it'd be cool working for like DBC resale market and selling contracts or something like that. But the position that I'm in now uh, with DBC rental store is obvious is is truly what I love doing, which is talking mm-hmm. to members each and every day 
helping them understand how to use their points, helping them rent their points and all of that kind of fun stuff. So um, it was great that that relationship sort of moved in that direction. And then a couple months later down the road, uh, we were actually sitting at Disney Springs and Nick ended up bringing my phone again and said, hey, we've got this We've got this need for someone at Monera Financial, and we were all sitting around having that conversation and trying to figure out who that person was. And someone said, well, we need another Paul. And one of them chimed in and said, well, I know a prettier version of Paul. (laughs) And lo and behold. Wow. That is so great. And you know, we had a former guest once tell us that luck is truly just when opportunity meets preparation. And it's incredible that you have only been really DVC members since 2019 because DVC has been around for 30 plus years. And I venture to say that because of the information you two have soaked up like a sponge, that you know so much of the ins and outs and the intricacies of how this works and you're able to guide people. And then you're also, you're able to forge your own path because you reached out to Pete and because that all worked out for you. It's just kind of incredible. It's really magical, honestly, to be able to see sort of your story and the direction that that's taking. But I do know that we've got a lot of questions. We're trying to, I should mention, I I mentioned this before we really started recording, that you have your both frequent guests on the DVC show, which John Sakari, our good friend Panda, is the producer for, and then also Pete is the host of. And so you have like 160 plus episodes there. So (laughs) we can't squeeze it all in here in this interview, but we're going to try. So we're going to talk about Mm -hmm. the kind of DVC rental process first. And I know, Brett, you had a question about that. I think, actually, I did work at the travel company, uh, Walt Disney Travel Company. And and are you ready for Because this is 1927. <laughs> and when when the first Disney Vacation Club property opened, it was only called Disney Vacation Club. Now we know it as... Uh, Old Key West. Yeah. Old Key West, yeah. Well, we from time to time, we would get to visit various properties and all this, but we actually got to stay at, at the, the two-bedroom. It was great. My roommates and I stayed there. We had a great time. So that has been my only DVC experience. Now, I go a lot, and so I need to know about rental. So what is the process of renting DVC points with DVC rental stores? So (laughs) I always, yeah, I always sort of start this conversation with sort of painting a picture of, you know, who the types of people that typically start to rent DVC points are. And those are the people similar to ourselves that Mm -hmm. sort of were doing the moderate resorts or doing even, even value resorts in certain circumstances as their yearly or bi-yearly trip to Walt Disney World. And when you start to do the math, Again, Disney Vacation Club starts to make a little bit of sense from a purchasing perspective, but also the potential of renting a Disney Vacation Club villa. So one of these deluxe properties at Walt Disney World, we're talking about Animal Kingdom Lodge, Grand Floridian. We're talking about the the creme de la creme. <laughs> like we used to we used to like ride by Grand Floridian on the monorail. And, and again, it was like it was they, like a chuckle. Be like, yeah, oh, it'd be a dream one day to live there. They were like our if we hit the Powerball, yeah. you know, these are the resorts we want to stay stay at and you know we never thought we'd be able to because you know who wants to pay eight hundred dollars a night you know to say not us yeah. 
And so yeah. where, where DVC rental really comes in is that members each and every year have points that are going to go unused. Maybe they aren't traveling that year. They have a different vacation plan. For one reason or another, they're not going to use their points. And so they elect to rent them with us at DVC rental store. And what that does to you as a guest is that gives you the ability to stay in one of these Disney Vacation Club villas for a fraction of the cost that it would, that it would cost you to book that vacation directly through Disney. So so when you look at basically the rack rate comparison as to what you're going to pay through DVC rental store, you will save upwards of 65% or more than what Disney direct is going to charge you for that same type of accommodation. And again, we're talking about one bedroom, two bedroom villas, you know, kitchens, you know, you can cook in your room. You can basically live there and never leave the resort if you don't want to venture into the parks and all that kind of fun stuff. And so it really has opened that world up to those people that traditionally would be staying in moderate or 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 less sort of accommodations because of that mm-hmm. price point and where that's at. So um, wow. we last year alone, we rented over a million points. And so that's a that's a eye catching number to many but it just sort of sure. shows you how much business we're doing and uh, and mm-hmm. how knowledgeable we are in this space. So basically for anyone that is someone out there that would be a guest looking to travel to Walt Disney World, and maybe this sounds like an eye op- opening experience for them, something that they want to take advantage of, definitely would encourage them to head over to the DVC rental store website. Um, if you click on guests, that area is going to walk you through looking at availability, beginning to sort of plan your Disney trip. We also have what we call confirmed reservations on on there. So if you're looking to travel last minute, as you know, we know as Disney Vacation Club members, there's a limited amount of availability for, for the number of Disney Vacation Club rooms there are. So people that are looking to travel last minute typically have a little bit more of a problem, but we do have members that reach out to us and they say, hey, I've got I've got this room I'm not going to use. Can we just list this reservation? So we have guaranteed reservations for rent there too, for people that are maybe like, I've got to get back to Walt Disney World tomorrow. <laughs> right. I did that just the last time. I'm like, going, so yeah, I, I decided um, on a Saturday to go on a Sunday. I did. So there anyway, you go. But, but I definitely think that I really want to try a, a DVC rental. So mm, potential client here, definitely for sure. So. Call me up. We'll make it happen. Amy, you know, Paul was talking about the availability of some of these DVC rooms. And I'm just wondering, are there any strategies that we could use to make sure that we can stay in the place that we really want to stay in? Yeah, for sure. So if, if you're renting, one of your best options is to fill out like, like a rental request ahead or like right at like the 11 month window. So which is going to be 11 months from your check-in date. So that is when uh, members are able to book their home resort. And that is when the most availability is, is there. Then after we get into the seven month window, then all members have openings, you know, at other resorts to use the points at other resorts. And so availability can start to kind of fill up and, and get taken at that point. So definitely early planning. And then, you know, obviously they do have those last minute. Uh, you know, opportunities, but those are going to be specific dates that are already determined because the members already have those reservations. So if you have like a real specific date in a real specific resort, then, then the earlier, you know, or the closest you can get to that 11 month window is going to be your best option. Yeah. And you know, Brett, you mentioned old Key West at the beginning of this. And that, that's the other thing that I would tell people is 
most people, the, the two most popular requested resorts that we receive are Polynesian and Beach Club. And why not? They're beautiful resorts and everyone wants to stay there, but they have a limited number of rooms available to them. So I would really just, the, the other tip I would give people is just explore the other options that are out there. Old Key West is truly one of my favorite properties. They are never going to build another resort like it because it basically sits on 18 holes of a golf course and they're never going to spread out a Disney Vacation Club resort that much anymore. And for anyone that's been in it, these are huge rooms. There are no rooms on Disney property that are as big as those one bedroom, two bedroom villas and and everything over at Old Key West. So think outside the box, you know, Old Key West, Saratoga, they don't see a whole Mm -hmm. lot of love in terms of the DVC rental world, but they are amazing properties. And for me, I like it as an escape away from the parks. So it's really like you can go do the park thing, have that fun, amazing time at Magic Kingdom, Epcot, whatever, but then you escape into this whole other world, which is Old Key West or Saratoga, which I think is pretty cool about those properties. Man, I'm, I'm sold. I'm, <laughs> I'm going to walk out of this conversation with all kinds of contracts. I'm going. Yes, <laughs> I know. <laughs> well, and what always made me nervous is something that you all have changed recently through DVC Rental Store, and that was the cancellation policy. I had a young child. I never knew for certain, am I going to be able to go? But can you kind of explain, because this is you do this a little bit differently than many of the other DVC rental companies in that you actually do provide the ability to get some credit back if you do have to cancel. And that's credit that can be used at DVC Rental Store in the next, I I can't remember the time frame, but you can explain it, right? Yeah, for Mm -hmm. sure. So basically it's called our stress-free or worry-free cancellation policy. And it is something that evolved out of the pandemic and out of COVID. You know, we are putting all of this in our rear view mirror, hopefully, but at the same time, it is something that we have to sort of say, okay, this happened once, where it, it, it's here to stay now to a certain degree. You know, we have to live in this new normal. And so something that our company sort of said is that we want to basically build in a cancellation policy for every single guest that comes our way. Um, we don't want them to be lingering with that worry of what if this happens? What if that happens? And so um, that's where this policy sort of emerged from. And it's very similar to most cancellation policies in which depending on how soon or how how long before your check-in date, you would actually cancel your reservation with us. You'll receive a percentage credit to be used with DVC Rental Store within a two-year period after that. Honestly, I think that gives a great amount of flexibility to the guests. It sort of protects their value uh, within that reservation. And on the flip side of that, you know, we've not talked a lot about members at all uh, as well. But what we're also doing as part of that cancellation policy is that if you're a member and and you book with us and you and you and you get a get a reservation for a guest and you reserve that stay, if that guest cancels, we're going to protect that payout to you as well mm-hmm. as part of that cancellation policy. So we'll maneuver that reservation. We'll maybe try to find some new guests to take over it, but we are promising you that we're still going to pay you out fully for that reservation. And that's sort of the flip wow. side of that whole policy that we don't talk about all that much, but is is very, very good for members because that is w- one of the top questions we always get with rentals is like, well, what if my guest cancels? Like, do I, do I have to pay you your money back or mm-hmm. uh, how does that work? And so I think that on both sides of that equation, we want to protect both members and guests. You know, we lived through the craziness of 2020 and all of that kind of fun stuff. And we really sat down and said, what is going to be the best for our customers moving forward? 
They even, uh, they pay the guests to make changes. So if the guest has to like call member services and take their time to, to make a change to a reservation because of a cancellation, they actually issue them a credit for the, for that time spent. Yeah. We, no one wants to wait on hold for seven hours. Uh, with <laughs> it's not that bad so. anymore. It's like, it's like half hour. <laughs> you talk about cancellations. I, I feel like it would be kind of fun to be on a list where like Paul and Amy just call me up and say, I got this cancellation. Hello. Can you come down? I'd be like, oh, party people here. Do you have anything like yes. that? Cause uh, maybe we should start one. <laughs> so most of, yeah. Most of our cancellations do get listed, as I mentioned earlier, as those like confirmed reservations on mm-hmm. our website. So that's sort of where most of them end up, but we do have like, there are these like last minute reservations that come up that like we bottom barrel price. Uh, and so there are some great deals. If like, if you're like Brett and you're like, I want to leave. I know. I, I kind of saw that. Yeah. <laughs> I kind of saw that. I'm like going, I, I guess I do have a, a question as far as like the planning and even kind of the immediate planning. If, if you're planning, if you're looking at like the 11 month or the seven month, I've seen some of them are rather limited. Like when I've looked maybe at other sites or I'm just, I'm new to all of this, but I will be very loyal to you just to let you know whatever <laughs> happens. I will be very loyal to you, but it's kind of like, you know, there's like two days here or two days here. And so like those are either splits days or um, if you're looking to stay like a week or something, is that when you're trying to uh, choose like the 11th month, 11 month window or the seven month window? Is that what you suggest? Or sometimes it just depends. Yeah, it's definitely important. And it's hard for some people to think about, you know, if I got on Disney's website today and tried to book something for two months from now, I could probably maybe get whatever I wanted in in certain scenarios. But when it comes to Disney Vacation Club, you know, members have access to a certain number of rooms. So when all the members have taken those rooms, there's no rooms left and there's nothing to do to bring any more rooms into inventory. You know, a member's going to have to cancel a reservation or something like that uh, to free up inventory. And it's very rare that that happens and that we can actually match that with a guest request within that time frame. So I always say from a guest perspective, it's super important that if you have that ideal week-long stay at the Polynesian over Christmas that you want, you need to make sure that you're making that request with us 11, even 12 months. You can actually fill out a form on our website and submit that request ahead of the 11 month window um, to basically just get that in our system. And that's sort of something where it's like, you do have to plan that far out. If you're a DVC member like us, you're used to it. You're always planning three years into the future as to far as to what your vacations are going to be. But for the average planner, um, you know, a, a lot of them are a little bit more flexible. Maybe in the holiday season, they're planning their summer vacation or something like that. So when it comes to Disney Vacation Club, if you do want to take advantage of staying at a DVC villa, if you do want to take advantage of that savings, then obviously that planning portion of of making that request in that 11 month window is definitely going to be valuable and hopefully get you that exact stay that you're looking for. Great. Great. That's you know, great. I I know some people are probably listening to this and going, "Well, that sounds amazing, but I don't know that I have the cash in my account to, you know, pay for all this up front." So, Amy, can you kind of talk to us a little bit about Monero Financial and and how people go through the process of getting finance to make that DVC purchase? Yeah. So, so obviously we finance contracts, um, not renting, but not rentals, 
But if you are actually looking to become an actual member, we finance contracts on the DVC resale market. We also can refinance a contract that was purchased anywhere. And we can even refinance a contract that has been paid off. So some people will actually, you know, use the equity that they have, refinance it and get cash and buy another contract with it or, or do a home improvement project or, you know, what, whatever, you know, their heart desires. But if you're looking to purchase a new contract, basically our website is actually really great. Um, it, back in August, we, we launched a new website and it has a really user friendly interactive is called an instant quote tool. So basically you go to monerafinancial.com and if you click on the button that says instant quote, all you plug in is your resort, how many points and the price per point. And it shows you, you know, a variety of options. And we really lower the bar to entry by offering, you know, things that a lot of buyers need, low down payment options, even, you know, credit check options, but also no credit check options. So if you, you know, if your credit isn't where you want it to be, but you know, you can, you know, afford monthly payments and you're, you know, you're trying to fix your credit or, you know, we get a lot of people that are, you know, I want to buy DVC right now. Now's the right time, but I'm getting ready to buy a house or a car and I don't want that hit on my credit. So we offer those no credit check options as well. Um, so you go to our website and you plug in your information and it shows you, you know, credit check. You can compare that to the, the no credit check side by side, you know, see what options best for you. And then as soon as you, you find what you want, you just hit the apply button, you fill out the information, you submit it. Um, within one business day, we send you an approval email. It has the next steps. Um, if you're working with DVC Resale Market, it's a very seamless process because we're all under the same umbrella. You literally don't have to do anything after that. We go and get the contract ourselves. You know, we create the loan estimate for you. We send it to you. And then you just wait, you know, for Disney to make their, their decision on, on rate of first refusal, which we can talk more about that later. But it's just such an easy process, you know, for, for the borrower. And our terms go all the way from one to 12 years. So obviously the, the longer the term, you know, the lower your down payment. And since we don't have prepayment penalties, you can make as many extra payments as you want. You can pay the loan off as early as you want and, and pay less interest in the long run. Then a lot of people will take that 12 month term for a low monthly payment, you know, so, so my payment's really low and then I just add extra money when I have it, but Christmas rolls around and then I want to back off, just have a low payment. So I have the extra, you know, extra cash on hand. So we have a lot of, a lot of things in place that help to kind of lower that bar of entry into DVC and just make it a lot more affordable. And then the other thing is, is that I, I'm not a tax professional, so I can't give you tax advice, but it is a mortgage loan. Um, so it's, it's set up very similar to like a home mortgage. And so you do receive a 1098 each year, you know, this shows, shows the interest that you paid for, for tax purposes. That is really cool though, that you don't have to have that credit check to get finance. Cause I know when you, when you look into buying a house, they tell you now, if you buy a house or even get your credit score ready to buy the home, don't buy anything else. Don't get a car, don't get a car loan, don't get a, yeah. anything else because you don't want to risk, you know, having to pay more interest or not having that uh, financing go through. But that's really cool that, 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 that you all offer that. And, and I love, I just love that. I think that's really smart to make it, like you said, the barrier entry are are lower and I think I think we need to see more of that at Disney actually is making yeah. it more affordable for people so that's so great 
And that's so great because the the length of these contracts and these deeds are really for 50 years since when the property was built. And so we still have 20 years left on some of those original DVCs. And then also like the, the contract that I got is actually going to go until 2067 at Copper mm-hmm. Creek. And so if you can pay that off through financing in 12 years or even, uh, I don't know what the average payout is usually or payoff for Monera is, but that's still making it to where all you're paying at that point generally is going to be your annual dues. And that's going to be considerably less than uh, what you would pay for something to go into a DVC or even go to like a normal resort stay, honestly, when it comes to Disney and all of how that works. So it's just great that you provide all that. Yeah. So, so back when Paul and I bought our first Disney vacation club, that first animal kingdom, it was 160 point contract. We financed that with Monera before we even knew anything, you know, before we really even knew anything, it was just the easy, it was just the easiest route. And it was like, let's, yeah, let's do it this way. I I went back in and I looked um, when we paid that contract off. So I I think we took out a four-year loan at that time. We we did make extra payments. So we paid it off in three and we spent $3,000 in interest. And in those three years, had we waited and, and not bought back then. And, and we, we worked on saving up. It, it would have taken us at least those three years to save up. It probably would have been more because let's face it, when you're saving for something, mm-hmm. you always find another reason, <laughs> you know, to use that money. So had we waited in those three years that we paid that $3,000 in interest, our contract price, the price of those annual kingdom 160 point contracts on the resale market went up by about $5,000 extra dollars. So, so if we oh, waited, wow. we would have paid more on inflation than we would have on the interest that we had spent. That's just our personal story because that's, that's how it went for us. But, you know, sometimes, and then we got those three extra years to use it, you know, mm-hmm. um, because it, they all expire, you know, all animal kingdom contracts expire in 2057, whether I buy it five years ago or I buy it now. I'm going to have the same amount of time. So we, we got to use it for three years and, you know, we, I feel like, you know, we personally kind of, kind of beat out, you know, the extra money we would have spent if we waited. Yeah. And I think that really, it really shows the value of Disney vacation club in how it's appreciating because most people hear the word timeshare and they get all mm-hmm. scared because their mom told them horror stories about timeshares and, uh, and, and all of that uh, scams back in the day and all of that kind of fun stuff. But Disney Vacation Club really reinvented the timeshare industry. Yes, it is a timeshare, but, you know, I, I always sort of view it as basically securing the next 30, 40, 50 years of your Disney World vacations um, and uh, and really just basically prepaying for that all at once. And it's incredible because then we're going to kind of move into more of the the resale market section here and talk a little bit about that. And I have a story very similar to the two of you in that we stayed at Copper Creek and really fell in love with Wilderness Lodge. And then we were kind of like, I I think it was like the day of the checkout. We walked by the DVC direct purchase table and I was kind of like, oh yeah, DVC, that would be, that'd be kind of fun to, to investigate. And my wife was just like, no, really, we should investigate it. And so immediately on the 
ride home from Florida, we decided to drive. Um, and I had like 15 hours of the DVC show to go through and just like <laughs> learn all of this stuff. And so that really helped me when we decided. So we got back from our trip, uh, like the end of March and we put in our offer, by the way, tell Scotty hi and say thank you for <laughs> us. Um, but he put in our offer for us on April 26th. And so we turned around pretty quickly into kind of deciding to go into the resale market. And you yeah. have, again, I, I can't uh, encourage people enough. There is a page on Facebook, DVC Fan, where I find information about DVC literally every single day. I'm learning something else. So I do suggest that people go there as well. But I'm just wondering if you could talk about that person who is considering resale and maybe some first tips, tricks, strategies that you would think. And Paul, if you wanted to take this one first, uh, you're welcome to. Yeah, sure thing. I think that anyone considering Disney Vacation Club obviously needs to look at their individual situation first and foremost and decide what's best for them. And, you know, I, I joke all the time that we we think that the the conversation really starts with DVC resale market. But, uh, you know, we we sort of framed this in this in this episode appropriately, where the conversation really starts, like when you're, when you're going to buy a house, what's the first question you ask yourself? Oh, can I afford the house? It's, mm-hmm. it's, uh, and so, uh, a lot of these conversations really start over at Monero Financial and, um, you know, people are asking the questions about financing. People are asking all of those finding questions so that they know that this is a realistic thing that they can afford and do. And then you can turn to the fun part of deciding, you know, what contract you're going to go after um, and and where you want to be your home resort. For a first-time buyer, the first thing that we always say is buy where you want to stay. Buy where you love in terms of a property. You know, you, you are going to have that 7 to 11-month priority booking window at your home resort only. And so you really want to ensure that if that is the only place that you can ever get into with Disney Vacation Club, that that is where you enjoy staying. Um, so many people over the years have bought like a, a cheap Hilton Head contract. Nothing against Hilton Head, beautiful property. It's great. But have bought like a cheap Hilton Head contract with the idea that at the seven month window, they're always going to go to Walt Disney World. Well, it just doesn't always work out that way. So you really want to, that that first contract should be your baby of, you know, this is where I'm always going to go. I'm going to be happy staying here. I'm always going to get in here. Um, so I really think that's the, the, the first and most important thing. The next thing when it comes to, um, you know, DVC resale is uh, make sure you've taken into consideration the number of points that you're going to need for the type of vacation that you want to. All of the agents over at DVC resale market are going to ask sort of these leading questions in the process of sort of uh, helping you find the contract or the resort that's right for you. But you have to consider uh, DVC system is built based off of points. So each night and each room category costs a certain number of points. So if you want to stay in a two bedroom villa on December 25th, it's going to cost you X number of points at this resort and so on and so forth. And so when you start to think about your family, maybe your growing family, if you're younger and investing now, you know, you need to take those things into consideration when you're purchasing so that you buy enough points to sort of fund that full vacation. And you always want to go a little bit over whatever you're planning for. I always tell people, you know, buy... (laughs) 25 to 50 points more than you think you're going to need because these point charts do fluctuate a little bit. Um, And that gets to the last part of it all is that 
you're going to buy that first contract. You're going to be addicted to it and you're going to come back time and time again. And yes, you can add on points. It's called add on itis. It is an infliction. Uh, we all, we, we all have sort of faced it from time and time again. Craig, I don't know if it's hit you yet. Um, oh yeah. No, it's so funny because, and, and you know, we did buy resale and there are so many different direct member benefits and things like that, that, that are out there. And so we had never thought we'd be able to stay at the Polynesian. Well, here we are marathon weekend. We're staying at the Polynesian, but I still can't find a single property on that Friday of marathon weekend. So oh, if man. you two ever see anything, you just yeah. like, <laughs> we've got a guest room. Message so you just us. come on down and uh, <laughs> you, you can, no, you can stay at, at Chateau de Krieger for the. Oh, that's right. That's awesome. <laughs> I um, uh, Just segue real quick. This is my first marathon week at Disney world. Uh, I am running the half marathon. Oh. I fully anticipate that I'm going to die at some point. Um, I started my training about two weeks ago, but uh, I'm super excited for for this upcoming. That's marathon. awesome! And well, if- congrats, congrats on that. I've ran a few half marathons up here, but this will be my first marathon. Uh, so I'm doing the marathon on Sunday, and I'm just super jazzed about it. But but yeah, no, Adonitis is real. So we were like, and, and my understanding is, and you can tell me if I'm wrong, uh, that you can do 25 points uh, once you're a, me- a resale member. You can buy like smaller increments to get to the direct. And so I'm just like. Well, we're going to be at the Polynesian. That seems like a, a place to buy, maybe. So, you know, who knows what's going to happen when we're there? But, but yeah, it's uh, it, it is real. Like you start to really think about, like, okay, where do I want to stay? Um, how many points is it going to be? I had a bunch of bonus points, so we are actually heading to uh, Disney next weekend. We did a very like last second trip, and we get to stay at Boulder Ridge and stay at Wilderness Lodge, and so uh, it's just going to be incredible. We get to go to the first Halloween party we have a friend who's dancing in the first halloween party so oh, it'll be really, really cool, cool to be there for that yeah, yeah. I, I i know we've had the experience and especially some of our friends and people that we've talked to have had the experience you know we bought disney vacation club it's just the two of us and so we always stay in like a deluxe studio which is the lowest point costing accommodation but actually during the pandemic when we went back we got upgraded to a one bedroom <laughs> multiple times or maybe you find a one bedroom for cheap and then you go there and you're like I, I can never go backwards from this. This is the new normal. I have to always have a one bedroom. And so now your Disney travel just got that much more expensive. So, um, but the other thing for us has always been in adding on points. It does sort of, um, I sort of call it like diversifying your, your, your Disney portfolio a little bit. So mm-hmm. we have four home resorts now. Mm-hmm. Um, and so we do have that option to have that seven to 11 month availability window at multiple properties. So we now own at Animal Kingdom, Boardwalk, Grand Floridian, and Grand California. Did I forget one? No, we have five contracts. Oh. Five contracts. We have two Animal Kingdom contracts. I'm like, I'm going to forget yeah. one of my children that, at some point. Wow. When we, yeah, well, so when we bought our first Animal Kingdom contract, it was the, it was a resale. Beef, as soon as we passed right of first refusal, we were always telling ourselves, you know, we're going to save up and we're going to buy a direct contract so that we can have those direct benefits. And at the time, it was only 25 points was the minimum. And so it was like, we're going to save up and buy another 25 points. Well, that week that they, that we just passed ready first refusal on our, our first resale, Disney announced that the, the minimum was going to go up to 75. Mm. And so we were like, oh, oh I think 
we should buy now, right? Like, like yeah. we should just get in while it's while it's low. But we weren't actually members at that time because we hadn't closed on our first contract. So we had to buy the uh, minimum, which was 50. So we, we have another 50 at Animal Kingdom. Yeah. And it's like our grandfathered in contract that we get all of our benefits for. And then there's a fun there's a fun part of that story. Uh, if you do head over to the DVC fan page, um, there's a there's a fun little uh, add on to that story that involved uh, actually contacting Bob Iger to help get that purchase go through. Uh, so uh, that's a fun little. Oh, wow. uh, to, to tell us the story. Yes, go on. So, so each state, each state basically has to have their own rules in terms of timeshare. And uh, depending on the state that you live in, um, not all resorts are maybe licensed to be sold within that state within that period of time. So good old West Virginia. No, nobody thinks about West Virginia when it comes to timeshare, I feel like. So the only resorts that we could actually purchase direct at were the actively selling properties at that time, which I think were uh, Copper Creek and Alani at yeah. the time. When but we Copper were, Creek's minimum was 75 already. Yeah. So, so Copper I, Creek would have been a higher purchase. Mm-hmm. And we were like, well, that stinks because we live in West Virginia. So, um, you know, we sent some emails just about this general. Uh, Amy Amy wrote a wonderful email and just sent it to this <laughs> random list of email addresses. And uh, we got a call from our direct guide a couple of days later. And it was like, hey, uh, you've, you've got friends in high places because uh, Bob Iger said we need to help make this happen for you somehow. That's so, so great. Oh, uh, wow. So whether it, got what it was. An, whether it got to him or an assistant, who knows? But uh it, it helped us Still. get over that threshold. We were able to actually um, finagle some things uh, in order to purchase that direct contract at the time. You know what it was? Because, Amy, you're a seventh grade English teacher. That was the most grammatically correct email that <laughs> anyone at Disney had ever seen. Grammatically correct. Yeah. Yeah. It's grammatically, but that's why Grammat- Amy wrote oh, it okay, and not Craig. So. Right. No, that's okay. <laughs> oh, I I have to say, all of this information is is magical and it and it and allows us to find the magic but and i think well honestly at beyond the mouse i believe that we are under the influence of our mba student vanessa so we're talking a lot about business and this is very important so but it's my turn to ask just a little bit of magic okay so so uh, so amy and and paul what is your favorite dvc memory Okay, so this is really a weird one, but this is this is like the time when I really felt like DVC feels like home. Like like it really like they they always say welcome home. Um we we stayed in a one bedroom at Old Key West for for a couple nights over it was in December, so it was like Christmas time. And I don't know, I think we were just really wore out. It had been a long trip. I I think was it the trip that we went to Disneyland first? But, yeah. We had gone to Disneyland first. So we did a cross country Disneyland, oh, wow. Disney oh, World trip. Yeah. We really lived in West Virginia that. at the time. So it was like really cool to see both castles within like 24 hours of each other. And so it was a really big trip for us. It was a really long trip. Um, and, and, and it's only possible because we own DVC. I mean, we could never, you know, afford to go, you know, buy resorts here and then buy resorts here. So DVC makes that possible, but. We were like mm-hmm. towards the end of that long trip. Um, we stayed at Old Key West in a one bedroom for a few nights. We had been at Disney Springs earlier that day. And so we had brought back sandwiches from Earl Sandwich, which by the way, their holiday turkey sandwich, if you've never had it, is, is amazing. But we had brought them list. back, put them in the <laughs> fridge for later. And then later that night, we, we heated up the sandwiches. 
we sat on the couch, we watched like Christmas movies, we're on TV and we did laundry and we folded our laundry on the coffee table. <laughs> and oh, I just remember wow. feeling like we were so at home. You know what I mean? Exactly it just, home, yeah. and, and that's, that's funny. It's not like a, you know, we got to see this character or this or that, but right, we, yeah. we folded our laundry and ate sandwiches <laughs> yes. and watched that the That is magical. Yeah. yeah. That is great. That is great. That's so great. So we have some rapid fire questions coming later. So this is like a tease rapid fire question and I'm putting you on the spot and you can both answer independently if you want, but you can only book at one DVC resort for let's say like the next three years. What DVC resort are you staying at? We'll go Paul first. It's got to be Boardwalk. It's the tried and true that we come back to time and time again. It's the one that we actually bought the most spontaneously. You know, we had been talking about it for so long. We'd stayed there multiple times, but uh, it really, uh, finally, we were looking for that ideal contract on the resale market. We were looking for it, looking for it, looking for it. We wanted to match our use year. We were, we were there on a trip and finally we were like, called up our direct guide, give McCain. And we're like, could you get us 50 board, boardwalk points? And he goes, I'll see you in a half hour. Um, and you know, a half hour later we had 50 board, boardwalk points in our account. Yeah. And they, so, they picked us up at boardwalk and from the lobby, yeah. <laughs> picked us up, took That's us over, how, signed a contract, got yeah. some ice cream. Don't miss out. I don't know if the ice cream, I don't, I don't yet, think really. they're doing that right now. No? Okay. Yeah. Oh. That was a, that was a great part of uh, the purchase process. I, uh, yeah, I have to agree with him. Boardwalk okay. is, is our absolute favorite. It's, it's the, you know, especially if you do, you know, a boardwalk view and it's the music and at night the lights come on and the view of Crescent lake and it's just and and when we first started dating paul grew up going to uh wildwood new jersey to to the shore there and so when we first started dating that was like my first vacation with him so i i went with him and his mom and his grandma and then we went every other year to to wildwood and and boardwalk reminds me of like the wildwood boardwalk you know I mean that seaside um, you know, North, Jersey yeah, Jersey Shore, you know, North Atlantic, you know, boardwalk. It, it just reminds me of it. So mm, that is great. So my question is, first of all, let me give you some background that it has been hilarious watching Craig reason with himself as to why he should buy DVC. <laughs> and like Brett said, I'm an MBA student. And so Craig keeps asking me questions. I'm like, well, that's your first mistake because I don't have a degree. So I don't know why you're asking me business questions. But it's been funny because he'll, he'll say, uh, well, I, I could use these points to travel the world. And then after he got the points, he's like, oh, I'll never use my points to travel. I'm like, Craig, this is your reason. But I think he's really happy with his decision. So I'm just wondering, have you ever ran into anyone that did have buyer's remorse or you were like, oh, this person shouldn't have bought this contract? And then what do you, what are some advice that you would give to those people? So, you know, the thing it's, it, it is something that is great because it does hold its value. So if you do decide that it's not for you at the end of the day, it's not, I mean, no harm, no foul. You can probably sell that contract and recoup most of your money on that investment. Um, you know, but at, at the same time, uh, something that the world of DVC has been exploring for a little while now is the opportunity to basically use your Disney Vacation Club points at different locations and at different places. And so, you know, I know that Disney Direct does that in terms terms mm-hmm. of Disney Cruise Line, Adventures by Disney, but those costs tend to be extremely inflated in terms of what you're going to pay to use those points that you bought for those types of vacations. They're just ex- very, very expensive. And so what we've done is basically brought that down a level um, where it's more affordable. It's more on par what you would with 
traditionally pay for these type of vacations. And so our portfolio now is that um, we basically call this our swap program at DVC Rental Store, but we will basically swap your DVC points for a Disney cruise, Adventures by Disney vacation. Uh, we have a beach house on Anna Maria Island um, that is absolutely mm-hmm. gorgeous. It's a two-bedroom beach house, and uh, is, you can basically take a beach vacation instead of using your points in that in that manner. You can go on the Star Wars Galactic Star Cruiser and we'll swap your points for that. But the most exciting one that we recently launched and it's just blowing up is that we are now offering the opportunity to swap your Disney Vacation Club points for a trip to Universal Studios Orlando. Mm-hmm. Um, and uh, that's been done through a partnership that we've developed with Universal. Um, and we're just super excited by it. And I think a lot of people are as well. You know, kids grow up, kids they don't, they, they'll always have that Disney magic. You'll always go to Disney, but this is something that we see a lot of Disney vacation club people doing is that for two or three days of their trip, they're heading over to Universal to check out Harry Potter, um, to check out the Velocicoaster and do all of those kind of fun things. So we've seen a tremendous response to this. And this is just the tip of the iceberg in terms of what we're going to offer in terms of opportunities to swap your points. But um, to your question, we have seen a lot of interest to people that have historically not maybe used their points for several years, have either just rented them in the traditional way or considered selling their points. And we're beginning to allow them to have a new different type of opportunity to use them, which I think goes back to that idea of Disney Vacation Club is sort of prepaying for your future Disney vacations, but it it could also be prepaying for all of your future vacations in one way, shape or form. So Mm -hmm. um, I think that's an awesome uh, program that we've been developing and that we've been rolling out. And uh, there's going to be just more and more to be added to that to provide greater opportunities to use those points in other places. Yeah, 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 definitely. Oh, sorry, Amy, were you going to add? No, little known fact, you said you're an MBA student. Paul actually has an MBA. (laughs) Oh, great. So I'm going to ask Paul on my questions when I get confused by retained earnings and ABC I just, costing. I want I want a compilation podcast episode of all of Craig's like reasoning of why he was gonna purchase DVC and watch oh, watch man. the development uh concur, a lot. occur. It was a lot of it was a lot of messages to Vanessa because I knew Brett would just say just spend your life savings just do whatever do you need to just do. Do it. Um, does it make and, you happy? And so yes. there's a lot of side <laughs> messaging with Vanessa like, "Hey, does this make sense? Does this, you know, is this okay?" Uh so no, it was that was all great. Yeah. But but Brett, I think you had a, a fun question too. Well, yes. I, I I just have to ask this. I you know, the times that I've gone into the parks and kind of been there on special times and I see the vloggers and all of that and you know, I am a intense Disney fan. And yes, we have this podcast, but when I, uh, you know, could I do this, you know, as, as a job, I'm like going, I don't know. So I, my question is, is it hard combining work and your enjoyment of Disney? And how do you turn the work brain off and turn on the fun brain? <laughs> that balance, uh, <laughs> is it possible? It, I don't know. We, we do. I mean, obviously, you know, if you, if you do something you love, it doesn't feel, you know, right. it doesn't feel like you're working. And right. so mm-hmm. I think that, you know, and our friends say this to us a lot. They're like, you're always working. Like when you're in the park, it's like, Oh, I better get some, you know, some content, some content. I better right. get some pictures I that, that I have. Yes. Yeah. Because, mm-hmm. you know, you never know when you need a photo for, for an article or, or something. Mm-hmm. Um, so we're just always, always 
gathering up that stuff mm-hmm. while we're while we're in the park and we're at events. And it is, you know, sometimes we do do have to remind ourselves, like, mm, you know, let's put our phones down and let's just enjoy yeah. enjoy the moment. But mm-hmm. but it it does mix for us, um, and and mm-hmm. it doesn't feel bad like it doesn't feel like yeah. work right it, oh, it's fun do i have to go to disney yeah. today oh my god yeah, yeah. <laughs> no, you know, i think you know it, it definitely hit me um it was a couple it was like a month or so ago we went to watch enchantment at magic kingdom and it was an opportunity where you know i had had enough content of that um that we had done over over the over the past year that I finally said, you know, I'm going to put my phone away and, you know, we're just going to watch this show. And, uh, and that was, that was super special to me. And I think uh, to Amy's point, you know, you do just have to, you do prioritize, you know, when are you there getting content versus, you know, um, when are you there for dinner with some friends or just to have a fun day in the parks and stuff like that. Um, And you, you find that balancing act, but you do always have sort of your, uh, your work brain on to a certain degree too. If something happens that's exciting or you see something new, you grab a picture or something like that. But as Amy said, it doesn't, so like uh, we are new Florida residents as of last October, but it so far doesn't really feel like work. It it, it honestly is awesome okay. to be able to say like if if we wanted to sit here right now and say hey let's go up to Disney for dinner tonight, we can just do that, and that's yeah. that's an awesome sure. feeling. Um, or uh, Amy's actually headed out of town for work next week, and uh, we were joking yesterday. I was browsing Disney reservations uh, for dining, and I said, "Oh, I could go to Hoopty Doo by myself next <laughs> Wednesday." And I would totally be on board with just sitting at Hoopty Doo and devouring some fried chicken and uh, uh, waving my napkin in the air and, and having a having a <laughs> wonderful time. But like that's that's what this journey, uh, you know, coming full circle, like that's really what this journey has allowed us to now be able to do is to uh, be able to enjoy what we love each and every day. Mm-hmm. Great, yeah, absolutely. It's great. so funny. I was just talking to someone. I said Disney Springs alone could get me to move to Orlando. I just, yeah. just to be able to mm-hmm. access it so easily, it just that would be a dream. So glad you're having a great time. I hope you do go to mm-hmm. Hoopty Doo. Well, and see, we've <laughs> been looking mean? for we've been looking for Hoopty Doo for next Thursday when we get in, and so now I'm just going to leave this interview and go look for it. No, it uh, <laughs> that's just so great. But well, it can be a party I, of four. That <laughs> no. yeah, there we go. We, Paul can just come along with. Yeah. Um, no, you know the. I do want to know, and I think I know the answer. This I've been cheating uh, on this question because I've listened to DVC show. But you have five contracts. Where's your sixth going to come from? Where are you buying DVC next? So we do. We have our eye on the the new Polynesian Tower uh, that's being built. But I got to tell you, you know. It, it feels like there's, there's a lot more on the horizon for Disney Vacation Club. And now that they're starting to kind of, um, add more DVC at existing resorts, um, uh, I have to continually ask myself, like, is Yacht Club going to be on that list? Mm. Because that would be, you know, that would be one of my top choices. For, you know, if we can get something in that area that doesn't expire in 20, 20- 42. Um, and, you know, we love, we love beach club and we love boardwalk, um, but those have very short expiration dates and, and storm along Bay pool is really awesome. So if yacht club comes up, which I'm like holding my fingers and I'm like, <laughs> I can see how they can make it work. That would be a top one, but we definitely right now uh, we are. And, and I told Paul this, we actually, all of our contracts were paid off 
as of like right before we moved, we paid our last one off. And then, then we bought Grand Cal because we, mm-hmm. we've been wanting to get into Grand California. And now that we live in Florida, we want to try to get the Disneyland like every other year or so. And so we found like the perfect small Grand Cal contract on the resale market. And it was just like 68 points. That's perfect, you know, to combine two years worth of points and go every other year in a studio. But we financed it through Monera. And, you know, our plan is, my plan is to, I yeah, we we took a 12 year term. So we have a low monthly payment, but every time I get extra money, you know, we, we throw it on that loan and to be paid off in two years. And then uh, that's like right around when the Polynesian contract, you know, Polynesian new towers yeah. was to go on sale. Yeah. I think, so. I think Polynesian will probably be the next one. As long as, as long as the plans continue to pan out in the direction that they're, that they're headed for that new tower, that'll be where we are. I always try to put this out in this world when, when I have this discussion though, but Disney Vacation Club, if you're listening in any capacity, you know, please build a resort at Coronado Springs. I'll buy a thousand points mm. in a heartbeat. Um, no, we will not a thousand. <laughs> <laughs> would love that. We we have, so Larry Dotson is, is, is a Disney artist that we really like, and he does those resort renderings. And mm. so out mm. on um, yeah. our wall in our hall, we have a picture of all of our home resorts and they're each frame oh, wow. on the wall. But we added a picture of Coronado Springs because it was like the resort. It's happen. Yeah, because it's, it's a moderate resort. So it's not DVC, but it is like the resort where we kind of fell in love with Disney. And Aww. so it's kind of like we call it like our honorary home resort. So so anytime we get to stay there, we we, we do like to stay there. So if, if they added DVC there, at, you know, in any in any way, shape or form, we would probably be one of the first in line. That's awesome. Brett, I think you had our next question. I understand. Yeah, I've been not well, you know, um, stalking you at all. But, you know, in preparation for this interview, I have been, you know, and I am, you know, learning all this DVC stuff because I have a question when all of this is over. But anyway, okay. Um, But you recently sailed on the Disney Wish? Not well, yet. Not, not you haven't. Oh, okay. It's I, coming up. Someone else. I am so confused. Pardon yeah. So me. we so. sailed on our first Disney cruise in May, and it was a Disney Dream. That it was, was it. it. Was the Diz Podcast oh, cruise, and Panda okay. was on it too. Yeah. yeah. And, and we are booked on the Wish in September, and and in actually September. we just in September, and we just booked the DVC member cruise, which is the September of twenty. 23 right yep. and so that'll be our first dvc cruise um so both of those are on the wish so, so yeah we haven't been on the wish yet we're very excited oh okay well i'm sorry for that confusion i <laughs> actually my cousin and i are uh are booked on the wish in january and we are looking for a a uh a disney uh world stay and so that's where my question is i'm going to get on that website and check that out there you go dates. Yeah. because we're because actually because actually that's i mean that's kind of a, a it's a longer time period for me to plan something than usual but i will try to take advantage of that and yes i am going to be rooting uh craig on you know in his race i don't know where <laughs> i'm going to be but yes i will btm will be there uh, you know, getting content for our podcast as he, you know, runs by. That'll be so exciting. <laughs> well, well, just, you know, your cruise experience, uh, you know, so that was your first cruise. I mean, we, uh, we can briefly talk about that. What was that like yeah. for you? Um, so that was our first Disney cruise. We had previously several months before that done a small Royal Caribbean cruise, but 
Um, it definitely just proved that, you know, you inject the Disney magic into anything and it just makes something more special. You know, it, we absolutely love the ship, fell in love with the dining. Uh, basically there was, uh, we had no qualms whatsoever about the whole trip. It was just, uh, yeah, like, like great. you said, for, for Disney people, you know, I think that we always feel just a sense of like being at home and, and like being well taken mm-hmm. care of when we do something Disney. We, we felt it when we went out to Alani, uh, we went out to Hawaii, uh, not this June, but last June. And, mm-hmm. and we started the trip by staying at a Marriott resort at Waikiki beach. And then we moved to, to Alani and, and there was just such a difference, you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Between being at a Disney property yeah, and, and, that, and yeah. we felt the same way. We went to Vero beach before this cruise. It was our first time at Vero beach, um, to the Disney vacation club resort out there. There and and we felt it on the cruise. There was there was just such a difference in, in the cast members, in the theming, you know, just the how cleanly and and how beautiful everything was, and in the shows and stuff like that. Um, so yeah, I'm very we're very sold on on it's, cruising. It's super dangerous being in Florida <laughs> when you see Florida resident rates, and it's like, oh, I could jump on a cruise ship yes. tomorrow for. How how cheap? Sign me up. If only if they had yeah, better internet. dollars. Yeah. If they had better internet, I'd be good. I you know, we could work. <laughs> Your new home office. Service, yeah. But yeah. Um, which yeah. they're working on that. I hear so. So quick question: Will you cruise any other cruise line other than Disney now, or are you just a Disney cruise liner now? Yeah. Um, honestly, we loved Royal Caribbean also, um, you know, being that we don't have any kids, so it's just the two of us. And typically we're going maybe with another couple uh, or having some fun like that. Um, Royal was definitely a, a wonderful cruise for us. Um, their private island is amazing. Uh, and some of their bigger ships are just like you could live on them for a year and not do everything like I feel like. Wow. So we've mm-hmm. been eyeing up, uh, you know, some trips either on the Wonder of the Seas mm-hmm. or the Odyssey of the Seas and yeah. doing a longer doing a longer trip because most of our trips so far are three and four night. But we really want to maybe try mm-hmm. to do like a seven night Amy wants to do like 12 night transatlantic or something crazy yeah. like that. But doesn't uh, that sound awesome? Cool. Yeah. Why yeah. not? Why not? I'm yeah. Right there we, we love the Disney. Disney's our first, but, but at the same time, you know, some of the prices on Royal Caribbean are, yeah. are really hard to beat, especially, yeah. you know, for like a last minute getaway, they have some great deals. So mm-hmm. yeah, we're looking to for Florida just... residents really. So <laughs> Yeah. Yeah. Well, I promised you some rapid fire questions. So Vanessa, you're going to take this away. And I think uh, maybe you should do like Amy first and then Paul or like however you want to do this. But then Paul, it's almost like it's almost like those game shows where you need to like close your ears or whatever so you don't hear the answers. (laughs) Uh, But no, go ahead. Take it away, Vanessa. Okay, so you can answer as quickly or as lengthy as you'd like, but these are rapid fire questions. So what is your favorite Disney animated film? And we'll go Amy first. Oh gosh, I my number one is probably Coco, uh, which is Pixar, more Pixar. I cry every time I watch that. But I also have to give a nod to Wally. It is it is the first mm-hmm. movie that we ever went and saw together, and and it just like kind of grabbed Aww. a hold of Paul's heart. And so I know that's going to be his answer. We had a Wally like groom's cake because. We, I didn't really want Wally on my wedding cake. I wanted flowers and stuff. So we did a groom's cake that had Wally and Eve on it as well. 
Oh, that's cute. Oh, no, my gosh. My heart is just melting. <laughs> Paul, oh. you can't say anything other than Wally. Now. <laughs> yeah. I, yeah. Wally, Wally is definitely the number one answer. But since that was already taken a little bit, I will also say that my my second most favorite is Steamboat Willie. Um, you'll see um, there's, there's also some Steamboat Willie stuff back on the shelves behind me and Aww. stuff like that. So that's that's my honorable mention. If it's not Wally, it's Steamboat Willie. Very, very cool. No one has said that yet. So that's a great answer. Mm-hmm. Favorite Disney park? Epcot. Epcot. We both love Epcot. And it is, and for being locals, it's, it's even gotten better. You know, the festivals. And right now I could ride Guardians of the Galaxy every day if they would let me. No, okay. I, I get motion okay. sickness and I'm, I just, I hear it and I'm like, no, don't even think about it. It's too scary. Yeah. I'm excited. No, I, I'm excited. I, 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 we're like with this trip, we're just doing the Halloween party. And then our Saturday is in Epcot. Although we did have a moment where we're like, oh gosh, we love Hollywood studios so much. Should we spend an extra $120 to do park hopper for the day to be able to do that? I don't know, but, it, but we're, happen. we're really excited to try to get on guardians here and on next Saturday on the gosh, what is next that? Saturday? Oh, that's so exciting. I love oh. hearing that. Mm-hmm. Yeah. Well, I'm, I'm glad that Paul and Amy, that you've survived that ride and that you are here <laughs> to answer all these fun questions. Um, oh, and then Paul, what was, uh, did you say your uh, favorite? Oh yeah. You said Epcot as well. Oh yeah. It's, it's a hundred percent Epcot, you know, the, the, how they, first off, I'm really excited to continue to see that park um, sort of reinvent itself over the next few years. Hopefully we hear a little bit more about that at D23. I also just love the festivals. You know, each mm-hmm. festival brings its own sort of taste to it. This past weekend was our first real opportunity to go to food and wine this year. And like, we already have our lists of things that we want to go back and try. I feel like they need to, if they could do one thing different with food and wine, it lasts so long where it's like, they need to have like the, the light menu options here in the scorching heat of 100 (laughs) degrees and sweating everywhere uh weather of of uh summer in florida but then as the festival like merges into fall that's when they need to bring out like the mac and cheese the ramen like right now it's like the people at the ramen booth are just standing around just (laughs) looking at each other because like who wants to who wants to eat ramen in 400 degree weather in florida like at this time of year but uh but no, it was a wonderful, wonderful opportunity. And we've been to all the different festivals. Um, truthfully, uh, one that has had my heart, I think it was one of our first festivals we mm-hmm. ever went to, um, is uh, Festival of the Arts, which is sort of mm-hmm. the unloved festival yes. of Epcot. Um, but mm-hmm. uh, some of the opportunities that are there uh, at that festival are great. The big mosaic that they do where you can go in and actually paint your little little squares and stuff like that. That's always been one of my one of my favorite festivals there. Yeah, yeah. Mine too. Mine too. Uh, favorite resort? Coronado Springs and Boardwalk. <laughs> okay. <laughs> for both. I love that. Amy, answer for him because <laughs> you I, know what's up. Say the same thing, so. <laughs> yeah. I love that. Yeah. Coronado Springs is definitely where uh, we're actually already looking at uh, at doing a Coronado Springs stay uh, later this year uh, around October 1st. Uh, so we're ex- super excited to get back there. It's just so it it is so peaceful there uh, to walk around the lake. And um, one of my favorite pastimes is just to grab a coffee in the morning and walk the lake at, at Coronado Springs because I feel like it's a little bit detached, uh, which is sort of a theme for me, which is like I love everything Disney, but I also like taking that step back and just being in that in 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 that world that just has a little bit of Disney injected into it. I will say my other one. 
Alwani. Um, mm-hmm. You know, um, in terms of Disney resorts, if you have not had the opportunity to get out to Hawaii and experience Alani, mm-hmm. it is amazing what they've done there. It's amazing what Joe Rody envisioned and injected into that space because it truly, as Amy mentioned earlier, you walk in the door and, um, you know, being, being in Hawaii was kind of a weird feeling for us at first. Cause it's like, Oh, we're, we're really detached out here in the middle of the ocean, mm-hmm. but like you step into Alani and it's like, Oh, I'm in Disney. I'm okay. Yeah, yeah. I'm fine now. Sure. Um, and, that. uh, just absolutely gorgeous property. I can't wait to get back out there. Yeah. Yeah. That sounds amazing. Um, favorite restaurant. For me, it's going to be probably boathouse. Yeah. Um, okay. Love seafood. I could eat that lobster roll and, and yeah. truffle fries all day. <laughs> so that would be my pick. Paul? Oh, Boathouse is a good one. I feel like I can't keep stealing your answers though. Like we always, we always do this together and it's like, um, well, it's just cute. Yeah. It's, it's yeah. really, really cute. Um, it's so cute. We've also, yeah. we've had some amazing dinners at Topolino's at mm-hmm. Riviera yeah. and it truthfully is probably my, my go-to signature restaurant on property at the moment. And so I would definitely have to say that one. I mentioned this earlier and I'm not ashamed to go to Hoopty Doo by myself. I know it's not a restaurant, but the food and the entire experience of Hoopty Doo is just look, Craig Craig's down there. He's looking for Hoopty Doo reservation reservation. <laughs> oh, <yeah>. oh, right. <laughs> right? And, and and if if we were to like pick one place, Animal Kingdom Lodge has some of the best dining on property. You know what I mean? Jico, Boma, Sanaa, those are all some of my favorite places to eat. Great, wow. great suggestions. Okay, final great question. Answer. Our favorite snack. I'd have to think really hard about that one. Uh, mine's mine's not at Disney World. It's at Disneyland. Oh, but, uh, yeah. That's uh, okay. The, uh, the corn dog wagon at, at Disneyland. Um, yeah. I'll yes. hit up. I'll, uh, yeah, we are headed to Disneyland in less than a month now. <laughs> um, month. And so we are yeah, at the end of this month, actually. So. Oh, it's this month. This, this is August. <laughs> yeah, it's this month. We're headed to Disneyland this month. That's kind of yeah, cool. That's awesome. Um, but yeah, I'm, uh, yeah, you could pry me away from that corn dog cart because it's just that they're they're just absolutely amazing so yeah yeah uh i don't so i'm not really like a snack person like i i like a good dole whip but you know i just i feel like i i I really do like quick service places and Mm. and one of my favorites is uh satuli over at animal kingdom yeah and just like i could snack on the that noodle bowl with shrimp (laughs) that that would be a good snack (laughs) yeah yeah so awesome that is great. And uh, you really did wonders and gave us really good uh, insights in those rapid fires as well. Paul, Amy, this has just been wonderful. And I've got to tell you that uh, if you are someone out there listening that you really would like to be interested in looking into DVC, us alone, we looked at direct at some place like Copper Creek where we would want to stay. And the difference in price was about $15,000 for what we paid going direct versus resale. And uh, that is something where, yes, it, we are missing some of those direct member benefits, but at the same time, it made it so much more affordable for us. Now we have three trips on the calendar. We used to go like once every other year. And it's just like, now we can really build this into our vacation life and be able to go 
and go to these places that we love. And so it's because of the people at the world of DVC that were able to help us guide us through the process. We didn't even talk about right of first refusal today. There are so many aspects. I will say my personal experience, uh, it is not for the faint of heart that you go through this resale process because it is a lengthy process, but we made it. We uh, went from, I think it was April 26th, and then our points were loaded in our account like July 2nd or so. And uh, we immediately booked trips starting then. So it's just so great to have you both on. You're such a good resource. You're It's great because you just went through this process for the first time yourself too, and you're now able to give that back to people. And so it's just wonderful. If people want to make sure they can follow along with you, can you just quickly give us your, your plugs here? Yeah, sure thing. So, um, you know, we are both uh, very, very active in uh, DVC fans. So if you're if you're into Disney Vacation Club, head to Facebook and uh, just type in DVC fan on Facebook. Um, it is a group within Facebook. And uh, I think we've really we've been able to generate a wonderful community there mm-hmm. of people that, you know, are are, you know, we'll, we'll answer any question. We're not going to, you know, there's no bullying. There's nothing of that that you can see in some of these large Facebook groups that get a little bit crazy. Um, you know, we are just there to to further our mission of educating members and stuff like that. So um, we are both um, very, very active on on the DVC Fan Facebook group, obviously dvcfan.com as well. Uh, and if you find us on either of those places, you can, you can probably find us uh, on our traditional social medias as well, Facebook, Twitter, Instagram. Instagram, all of that kind of fun stuff. So, yep. And then uh, moneyrafinancial.com, dvcrentalstore.com. I mean, obviously, those are both where where we work and where we help, you know, create magic for for people looking to, to buy or rent or you know whatever yep. whatever you're looking to do with Disney Vacation Club. That's so great. And of course, I've mentioned a, a bunch of times the, the DVC show, such a wonderful podcast. You're already listening to a podcast, so you know exactly where to go to find those. Uh, so go and check that out as well. Paul, Amy, thank you so much for your time today. Thank you. Yeah, thank you all so time. much. Just excellent. It was so great to get to talk to them and kind of learn about their story. It's it's incredible to me that they just purchased in 2019 because literally those two, when you go on the DBC fan Facebook page, it's just like they have every possible answer to every possible situation. You can tell that they're like Disney DBC geeks because they really soaked up all this information in a short amount of time. Vanessa, what did you think about our conversation? I know you're the you're the person that is, you know, you're the business-minded person. Even if you make fun of me for saying you're going through this MBA program, um, you are really analytical in how you think about things. What did you think of this interview? I thought it was a very helpful. It's a very good starting point to have the conversation about how you could either rent DVC points, as Pete Werner says, uh, try before you buy. Uh, or if you are interested in really financing your future vacations, it, this is a good first conversation. Obviously, I would suggest continuing to learn more. We did not cover everything you would need to know before making that purchase. So don't be trigger happy, but go check out Paul and Amy because they have a lot of information that would be really helpful if you are thinking about making that decision. And if you're just intimidated by DVC, I think they make it very easy to even start approaching that topic. I know I'm thinking after talking to them that I'm probably going to be renting some DVC points for my next vacation. I don't know. We'll see. But yeah, I thought they were wonderful. And I'm so glad they're able to share their information uh, to everyone who's interested. 
And now, Brett, you got to uh, have some breakfast with them, and now you've got them on the podcast. Yes. You're just like best buddies with these two. We are. We're best. Well, well, it was it was very fun because it was like the opening of the new the new resort area in uh, the in the at the Grand Floridian. So they were there on business, and I was like part of their podcast. I was like a production assistant, you know, there for a little bit. So I got you know the first. I mean, the paint was literally still wet on some of the areas there at the Grand at the Grand Floridian. So it was fun to sort of take a sneak peek into their world. So I enjoyed that. So it was a great time. You were intern Brett for the day. I love it. I was, it was, it was fun. Yeah. So it was, it was great. So, so Craig, now that you've talked to Paul and Amy, do you feel like very secure in your DVC purchase? Oh yeah. And I mean, really like even when we made the offer and things like that, you have to think about like, how can I budget this? Is it going to make sense? We decided um, to not uh, go the financing route necessarily. We we use some other mechanism uh, for paying for our contract. And so it's just like, it, we already have three trips booked. You know, we're going next week. We're going to get to go to the Halloween party. Aww. We get to go marathon weekend. And so far we're staying in for marathon weekend. We're staying in a one bedroom in the Grand Floridian, which again, never thought we would ever stay at that resort. And then we oh shift over to a studio at the Polynesian for like three nights. And it's just like, that's you know. another resort that we didn't know that we were going to be able to ever stay at. We still need to find that Friday. So Paul, if you're listening back, Amy, if you're listening <laughs> back find help us find something for friday but um then also uh we have our kind of spring break trip that we had already had last year that made us fall in love with copper creek we are now staying at a one-bedroom villa at copper creek and maybe so it's close to the seven month mark we might try to go over to beach club for a few days just to uh, allow our son to play in storm along bay so again we're we're making use of it for sure and um, yeah, we are just excited exciting. about the opportunities we'll have but that's uh, that is it's just so it's been so great to get to know Paul and Amy uh, by listening to their podcast and now having them on as a guest here. So definitely go and check out all of those things. Any final thoughts before we wrap this thing up? Brett, we'll go to you first. Oh, well, I, I as soon as we're done here, I'm going to look for those January points and see. Yeah, do it. Yeah, what uh, we can do. Yeah, I'm very excited about that. I wonder if so many of those people have confirmed reservations and aren't necessarily going to Marathon Weekend, but they're planning on renting out their points. So you actually might have really ah. good luck trying to find those. Oh, cool. You know what I mean? Okay. Because literally... Yeah. I, we checked every single category, every single room, all the way up to the three bedroom grand villas and the cabins and the bungalows. Everything is completely waitlist only for that weekend. And so wow. I think maybe a lot of people are holding on to it and, and maybe you find uh, a great rental property there for sure. That'd be fun. Any final That'd be thoughts? Fun. Any final thoughts, Vanessa? Yeah, well, in, during the interview, you said that DVC buying those points wasn't for the faint of heart. I just want to say it, it, you would be fine if you'd stop checking every 30 seconds to see if your contract went through. Just <laughs> take right, a, take a right. chill pill, Craig. I did. I did. Was, well, that's how, you know, that's how, we, that's that's okay. how us Disney people are sometimes. Uh, me in particular, uh, I do check quite often to see about uh, different future reservations and everything else. And that's always been my MO for sure. But thank you again to Paul and Amy definitely go and check them out on all of their socials and especially that DVC fan pa Facebook page. You'll see me asking a bunch of questions in there as well. Uh, so go and check that out for sure. So that's all that I have for you today. It's been wonderful getting to chat with them. So for Beyond the Mouse, I am Craig. I'm Vanessa. And I'm Brett. And we will see you real soon. 
in the front row, maybe in the front row of, I don't know, like a treehouse villa at Saratoga Springs. Ooh, I don't know. We fancy. Ooh, I'll tell you what, those, those are an incredible use of points, uh, but we can get into all of that later. 